Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show, and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Hello, it's Rebecca here, and I'm here doing a solo session today, and we're talking about the end of tax year. So when you're listening to this, obviously it depends as to when it is the end of the tax year, but as I'm recording it, there's still about four or five weeks to go. So there are many factors to consider with end of tax year, and I know it doesn't sound like a very interesting subject, um, but it's actually quite a critical subject for investors and business owners and for different reasons depending on individual circumstances now I can't cover all of those but I'm gonna give you some basics to consider and I'm actually going to be running a webinar in a couple of weeks time in a week or so's time which you're welcome to come and check out um, and we'll pop a link in the show notes if you want to go and find that um, so where should we start? So the basics from an end of tax year would be ISAs. That's the most basic one. So each tax year, you have a £20,000 tax-free allowance um, that you can put into either a cash ISA or a stocks and shares ISA. You can have more than one ISA currently. You could have some in a cash, you could have some in stocks and shares, as long as the total in that particular tax year is no more than 20,000. So for some people, if you've got ISAs that are cash ISAs, you can convert those into stocks and shares ISAs. And likewise, although don't ever never done it, you can convert a stocks and shares ISA into a cash ISA. Um, you might do that if you're retiring potentially and you wanted to cash the money in. Although what we would usually do is start to reduce the risk on that investment um, so we don't need to actually revert it into cash. The benefit of reverting a stocks and shares, um, a cash ISA into a stocks and shares ISA means that you're not just letting it sit in a bank account whilst inflation is currently skyrocketing. Um, and are actually meaning that the money's invested. Now, when the money's invested, the money can be invested very similar to a pension or a general investment account. But usually, stocks and shares, ISAs, are, have a five-year horizon. Um, so when the money's invested, it could be a very similar fund to a pension fund, but the horizon um, is more like a five-year horizon. So the investment strategies can be slightly shorter. So sometimes returns can be slightly different, even though it's the same portfolio. Um, the pensions are investments can be the same risk, the same sort of portfolios, um, but there obviously there's different tax advantages to pensions. And in regards to the end of tax year, um, we can take different risk profiles and different um, yeah, risk that's taken with investments you know we can avoid oil and anything to do with Russia um, if necessary and we can invest in a downward market so that when things pick up um, that the money can make more money um, effectively but when we're actually in the downward market is another question so right now March 2022 
is is a good time. So we've just seen a downward market um, in March, and then again because of Russia uh, invading Ukraine. Um, do we know we're at the bottom of that uh, uh, market? Then no, we don't. So what we're what you would think is okay. Well, I can't time that. We don't in, in suggest investors time the market. We suggest that um, you just you you maximise your position when when you can. So if that's in March and there is you know Russia is invading Ukraine, um, then it's on the basis that we would hope to see that the markets will rebound at some stage and therefore you will benefit from it long term. And investing is a long term strategy. Um, if you look at statistics over the last 100 years, every time there's been a recession or World War II, the markets have, have rebounded. It just depends on how long, if it's six months, a year, 18 months. Um, so it's a case of sticking um, with the investment strategies. Unless you're coming up to retirement, unless you're literally a year or le le a year or so away from retirement. So pensions. So you have um, everyone has a pension allowance each year, and it does depend on your employment status as to how much you can pay in to that pension allowance. If you're employed, sole trader or a limited company. So I'm not going to go into too much detail because it is it does get quite confusing. Um, and I am going to be running a webinar on this. However, as a general rule, people can pay up to, does depend on how much they earn, up to 40,000 per tax year into a pension. Um, the same applies for business owners. The difference with business owners, of course, is that the profits are sitting in the business. They might have more than 40,000 and they can actually um, use a carry forward allowance and potentially puts a large lump sum into their pension as an employee of their business. And there are certain circumstances where you wouldn't do that. But, um, for example, there's other, other employees in the business. It's not just yourself. Um, where the, the rules might be slightly different. But as a sole director of a business, for example, or a partnership, and you're both doing a similar thing, then you could basically take profits from the business and it reduces your corporation tax. So with pensions, you can also get tax relief. So you can get 20% tax relief. So an example, if you are a sole trader and you have a personal pension and you're gonna put hundred pounds a month into a personal pension, then you can do that and the government will give you 20% tax relief. So it's basically free money where your hundred pound becomes 120 pounds which I don't know any investment strategy that gives you free money. So that is amazing. Retirement ages are increasing. So from 2027, uh, the retirement age goes from 55, um, where you can access the money with a 25% tax-free lump sum, to age 57. So they've extended that. Um, if you do not reach your 55th birthday in 2027, um, then it would mean that that's, you then have to be 57, not 55, at the point where you can start drawing on most pensions that are set up these days in the last sort of five to six years. And there are some um, older pensions that you might have, um, which should be reviewed, and they might have different terms uh, to what I've just mentioned. So 
if you're employed and you are paying into a workplace pension, you might have some personal money. You can still pay into a personal pension and you can do that in before the end of the tax year. If you've had an inheritance, usually if it's a bonus through work, you would pay that into your workplace pension. So it's checking what you're paying in. And the biggest question with all of this, whether it's ISAs or investments, is it achieving your goal? What is it going to achieve if it's not going to achieve the, the ultimate goal that you're trying to reach out for? And therefore, um, what should you be doing to maximise your position? So are you doing enough? What gaps can be plugged to allow that to be put yourself in a better position? So I've not made this podcast session overly technical today. Um, because it is a bit of a minefield come and check out the webinar if you're interested in more especially if you're a business owner we're going to be fo focusing on some of the things I mentioned a moment ago um, and obviously do get in touch with me if you want to discuss any of this more in more detail of course if you have an accountant they can also help you when it comes to um, general uh, tax allowances um, when it comes to running businesses and being a sole trader um, I'm happy to recommend anybody if you need any um, recommendations. Um, and equally, if you're looking to have any regulated financial advice, then do check out my other business, which is evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk. Um, I've loved talking to you today. Do check out our next week's podcast. Go and check out our other podcasts, of course. Love to hear from you. Do subscribe and obviously do check out my books on Amazon which is the Wealth Accelerator Planner, like a journal, actual diary planner. And then I have 10 Ways to Accelerate Your Wealth, which is all about how you can accelerate your wealth. Um, so I hope they go, go and check those out. And I'm really proud that they've got uh, five-star Amazon reviews. Loving talking to you today, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk